Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Carrie, you're a student veterinary nurse and there's a lot of placement work that's unpaid for you, isn't there? Good morning. Good morning. Um, yeah, so basically now I think every course changes a little bit in Ireland, but the course that I'm doing in particular over the two years that I'm in college, I have to do 825 hours. 825 hours. That's 20 weeks, isn't it? Or the bones off. Um, I Kind of, yeah. So it's broken up now. We'll do block weeks at some stage during the course. Um, and then typically for a second year, which I'm in now, I'll do Mondays and Tuesdays in um, in practice. Right. And it, it, do you have to find a practice yourself and then you work a full shift? Is that it? Yeah, so we'd find it before we start in college. Right. And that was more difficult through COVID, wasn't it? Because you couldn't actually go to a lot of these places. Yeah, and it's kind of funny how it's affected it, really, because at the moment now, after COVID, there's a lot more practice that's actually looking for students. But in my case, I actually started the course in um, 2019. So I was working away through all of that. And obviously, in March 2020, in the first lockdown, I had to stop going into practice and moved home, finished the course online. Then because of the 825 hours which we had to complete when I moved back to Cork in July to start my second year, there was this kind of huge pressure on me then to, you know, complete the hours and kind of catch up on the work experience I had missed so I could keep up with the workload for second year. Because am I right in asking, Carrie, like even though COVID and the lockdown placed such restrictions on when you could get your practice in, you still had to get it in in order to graduate? Yeah. Yeah, we did. So how did you do it in the end? Um, I actually ended up deferring the course um, I, about this time last year, actually, because of the pressure I really had to keep up with work experience and get in basically as much as I possibly could. But on top of that, doing a full-time course and obviously working as well to be able to afford accommodation down in Cork, because mm. I'm from Tipperary originally, it was just this kind of huge pressure load on me. So I ended up deferring the course working for the year to really put myself in a better financial situation and a better balance between work, college and work experience itself. Yeah, and I guess we we forget, unless we have um, four-legged friends, we forget that veterinary (laughs) nurses play a very important role too. Yeah, I think a lot of people really don't realise what's involved in the course to become a veterinary nurse unless, you know, you're doing it yourself or maybe you're a family member or a friend, you know, that actually is in it. I don't think the issue is really talked about or kind of raised enough. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to learn, even for a typical small animal practice, you've got to learn the biology of a cat, the biology of a dog. You've probably got to learn about rabbits. So there's a very wide, broad spectrum of knowledge that you've got to have, plus the fact that, you know, a, a human nurse, at least for most of the time anyway, her, her, her clients won't bite. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a fear when we're inside in practice. <laughs> <laughs> or scratch, do you know? <laughs> do you love us, Carrie? Are you going? You've gone back, I take it. Oh, I absolutely love it. Yeah, since I was 
basically knee height. I knew I wanted to work with animals. It's all that I want to do. Yeah. And is it that you do you think that as well as the, the delay in getting the practice, do you think that you should be paid for the practice hours? I think it's really hard to find a solution because obviously we are learning when we're in practice, mm. you know, and we are being taught by absolutely lovely veterinary nurses or vets. So it's really hard to say then, I feel on myself anyway, I feel like it's hard to say when they're teaching me and they're being so lovely to me that I should be paid. But I feel like maybe there should be some sort of subsidy in accommodation or transport fees or something like that. Mm. Because the pressure that's on us to really work full time, maintain whatever's going on in our personal lives and then have our work experience and a full time, very kind of heavy workload course on top of that. Mm. It's really, really difficult to balance and then to come out and have that knowledge to be a good veterinary nurse at the end of it all. Because I have some insight into this and, and I understand that even if you're working with the most wonderful practice in Ireland and you're getting on so they're not actually allowed to pay you when you're a student no they're not I think it's kind of because of insurance wise with the college that they are obviously covering us if something happens so I think there's kind of an issue in it that way yeah it always struck me as a little bit unfair that, you know, if you're contributing to the practice and the owner of the practice wants to give Carrie a few quid at the end of the week because of the good job she's been doing around the place, he or she's not allowed to do that. I always thought that was a bit unfair. Yeah, I know it's very hard, as I said, now to find the solution in that as well, do you know, yeah. of what, kind of what the solution, I suppose, would be. Yeah, yeah. But how many, do you know how many veterinary nurses there are in the country, Carrie? Any idea? It's a very small amount, I think. As far as I know, it's around a thousand, but I could be kind of wrong in saying that. Yeah. I haven't actually heard the figures in a while. It depends on the size of the practice, how many they'll have, I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, okay. Listen, it's, it, I, I personally, as I said, have some insight into this. So, so I know what it's like, the training. I know how hard the training is. Um, so, yeah. uh, so well done for getting through it. <laughs> Thank you. And, really uh, appreciate that. Good luck in your career. Thank you. Take care, Carrie. Cheers. Eighteen fifty seven one five nine nine six. Yeah, of course I have some some insight into this. My daughter's a veterinary nurse. I think I've said it before. My daughter's a veterinary nurse, and I know the hours that they do. Corks ninety six FM. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 